it's over. Everybody's making these tweets and Facebook posts about new year, new me. Shut up. <laughs> You're still on meth, Cheryl. And this chick in her cookie monster pajamas smoking some more world talking about new year, new me. Listen, the only thing new for you this year is a new baby and a brand new baby daddy. She the type of chick that had four kids and five different baby daddies. How does that happen? She don't even know. Then her best friend talking about how 2018 whooped her butt. But we can tell. Take a picture of last year, put it together with a picture of this year. Looking like a before and after picture like you see on the walls at high school. Before and after bath salts. To your favorite podcast, this is Pod and Save Our Marriage. I'm your host, King Germ, aka the People's Champion, aka the most electrifying motherfucker in podcasting today, aka the next door neighbor of Danny Tanner, aka LeBron Flames, aka the King of the Lames, aka the illegitimate son of Carl Weathers, aka Hacksaw Jim Thuggin, aka Germ Cena, aka Pod Strickland, aka Fat Sajak, a.k.a. The Brooks Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sensible Shoes, a.k.a. Bill Goldberg in the Bedroom, a.k.a. Smoking Germ Frazier, a.k.a. The Best There Is, The Best There Was, The Best There Ever Will Be, a.k.a. Bread DBIC, a.k.a. Rowdy Potty Piper, a.k.a. You Can't Fit This Hustle Inside of a Rapper, a.k.a. The Duke of Dignity, a.k.a. Pod Shamgar, and my last a.k.a. Ravishing Rick Rude. Now cut the music. What I'd like to have right now is all you resolute-ass podcasters claiming you're going to do more shows this year, claiming you're going to stick to the schedule-ass podcasters. Keep the noise down while I take my robe off and show you what a real podcast sounds like. Now hit the music. Now joined by my lovely co-host, the elegant, the daunting, the always be shopping, the problematic yet well-spoken, Queen Germ. Say what's up to the people. What's up, people? It's your girl, Queen Germ, a.k.a. Miss Savannah, a.k.a. I'm educated yet ignorant, a.k.a. the queen of QVC, a.k.a. bipolar mom, a.k.a. I hear no one, a.k.a. my cups runneth over, a.k.a. $3 is $3, a.k.a. a lot of crass with a dab of class. A.K.A. My Afro is my halo. And my favorite A.K.A. of them all. Your grade is your motherfucking grade. And I'm in the building. Queen Germs in the building, everybody. Like always, don't forget to like, subscribe, download, pod and save that marriage on whatever podcast reader you listen to. Don't forget about our sponsors. You got popandstop.com, some of the best handmade gourmet popcorn out there. So go to Pop and Stop, use code FROCAST at checkout, save some money. And then once you get your popcorn, you can go get you some seasonings from Mason Jar Money. Go to masonjarmoney.com, use code SOM23, get some of the best hand-blended seasonings out there. And uh, I think that's all of our sponsors. Um... I think, is that all the pander? Is That's that all, all the pander. Is that all I do? I think so. Oh, okay, so Queen Germ, I know it's been a while since uh, we talked to you, but uh, how was your week? Um, week was all right. I, I'm not even going to come up here and lie to y'all. It, it, it was a little rocky. Okay. Um, came back off of a wonderful vacation, hiatus, and, you know, 
felt like I could just fall back into life like I wasn't just on vacation for three weeks. Um, enjoyed my time, but when it was time to come back to the people job, I didn't feel good physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and every other lead that I could figure out. Mm, all um, the leads. Yeah, all of them. So it was just like, it, it, it had told me down. Like, mm. I don't know what I had got a hold of, but whatever I got a hold of, it wouldn't let me go. And yeah, because when we got back from the trip, you didn't get out to bed for like three days. And I wanted to. Um, <laughs> so with that being the case, it was not that I had no desire to be interactive with the people in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I it was like, wow, this is the first time we seen mom this year. And, she- <laughs> and, I, and it, it was rough. So mm. I'm thankful that I saw y'all when we brought in 2024. Because mm. Lord knows it was a struggle the few days into the damn new year. Mm. But hey, I'm here. I'm a survivor. I, yeah, I, I I'm don't still give alive. up. Yeah, all I'm that. Still alive. All that. So I'm thankful to still be here, and I'm ready to keep it. Keep this little train trucking along. What I said, chucking along. Yeah. that's what we doing. So yeah. how was your week, Big Daddy? Uh, well, um, we you know we on the brand new year. <laughs> you know, so happy new year to all the listeners out there. If we didn't tell y'all this before, yeah, happy new year. Uh, that's our first show of the I think year. You said it on the last one. Uh, we told them, you know, something like that. Yeah, we, we did, did. didn't we? we did. Yeah, because we recorded it, and we just didn't do a show last week, so yeah. that's what it was. We did have a show in the new year, so I take that back. So this is our second show, but I actually first show recording in the new year. Yes. So you know, at the time cool. of this recording, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, but you know, I had a little good time, uh, three weeks off of work, got back to work, you know, back in the swing of things, um, you know, just... just back, in the, back in the saddle, you know what I'm saying? Back in the, in the routine. I am... Um, feverishly waiting for my next cruise because I had such a good time on this last one. So I can't wait till June before we go on another one. And then I'm thinking about planning another one in December. I think that's going to start being my thing going on cruises in December, right before Christmas. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be me excuse for, Oh, they ain't really got no gifts. Okay. We was vacationing. You know what I'm saying? So if you ain't get it before we left, whatever we got, when we get back, y'all fight over the crumbs. But, um, I think that's what, you know, because with the you can pay as you go options, woo, that's a, I I just, I didn't know traveling could be affordable if you plan for it. Yeah. I thought you just had to just have the money at the moment, but if you save up, you can, you can make trips and and that's okay. And and I'm okay with that. So that's all how my week went. Um, As you can tell, I came down with a little something. Uh, Should have known, you know, we were around a whole bunch of people in the middle of the winter and people coughing and sneezing. And I mean, once I saw a nigga blow his blow his hand, blow his nose in his own hand, I should have known that my number was coming. Because if we got nasty motherfuckers like that on this ship, oh yeah. You know, all he he the same kind of somebody who eating at the same buffet, eating at yes, doing whatever. So that's what I should have known. As much as I tried to avoid and not touch this, just being in the air, being close in vicinity at the craps table, you know what I'm saying, which I have a new love for, yes. you know what I'm saying, I love craps uh, in the casino, I used to play, you know, I understand the game in the hallway, but in the casino it's a whole different game, and um, thanks to the, the degenerates that I was hanging with on this trip, I learned how to play craps, and you know, so now... You know, uh, hey, I, I know next time I go to the casino, where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, thank you, slot machines. I could I come back to y'all when I get a little older. You know what I'm saying? But right now, 
I'm the crap man. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> catch me on that dice table, dog. Cause, uh, that's where you going to be. That's where I'm going to be at. You know what I'm saying? I let Queen Jern have the slots. I'm trying to get her onto the dice because, you know, probability math is her thing. Once she starts seeing where to do it, she'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Let me. I'm trying to get her in it because math is her thing and that's all dice is. So that's where I'm trying to get her interested. I in. just really need to know the rules of the game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, if you would have sat there, you would have learned. But you, you was worried about that damn slot machine. I said, boy, I tell you that. that it never pay out for me. Yeah. I mean, you was up and down on it. I was yeah, sitting there was watching over down, my corner. but, yeah. You know, I was seeing that. I was watching the wins and all that. And then, you know, I look back again. I seen that number oh, be yeah. a little lower. You still yeah. up. I was still over there. <laughs> you got to know where to hold them. Yes, sir. Know where to fold them. Yes, sir. Cause, you know know. when to walk away. Because I, I knew, like, I was like, well, let me slide these chips to her so that way I won't just go stop spending them. And, you know, I came away pretty clean one night. You know what I'm yep. saying? I walked in there with like 40 bucks. I walked down with like 360. I said, God damn. I said, now this is what I'm talking about right here. Fuck them motherfucking slots. But anyway, I could talk about gambling all the time. Y'all didn't come here to hear about us gambling and our trips. Y'all came here a fucking show. So let's go ahead and get into it. And how we start that is, what would you do? What would you do? What would you do when I ask Queen Germ a specific question? She has to answer it. She can't straddle the fence. She can't, you know, she has to pick one side or the other. And this one goes a little something like this. You about to have sex with a baddie, but they disclose they have herpes. You still smashing? No. Come on, Queen. It's just herpes. Listen, if I got to be my age and I've never had herpes, uh-huh. I don't think I'm going to. What if they not having an outbreak? Chances are legally you, they have to let you know that I have herpes. Yeah, but they don't have to. Well, I mean, but they, people, they they are decent. A person. lot of people have had sex with people and have had worse things than herpes, and they still ain't. I don't you. know if nothing worse than herpes. Hey, herpes I, ain't gonna kill you; you just can't get rid of it, and it's fucked up when it when you have a goddamn. Uh, you know a lot about it. Eh? I mean, I've seen pictures on the internet. Okay, but nonetheless, you ask me how I feel, yes. and to me, if somebody told me they had any sexually transmitted disease Mm -hmm. i don't care how fine this nigga was i'm going to allow him to say next time you know what i'm saying we we gotta wait till your situation don't you think that's a little embarrassing it's not because first of all you should have told me before we got to this point i mean like if we didn't just meet today this is information i should have known prior to today i know every time i tell somebody that how it goes Okay, and so it's gonna go that way. It's it's somebody out there that's willing to chase that demon, yes. and it's somebody out there that already got what you got, and so therefore y'all will be perfect for each other. But I'm not the somebody, and I don't I don't find niggas that intriguing to say, oh yeah, I mean, oh, I, I ain't never had a nigga this fine before. I'm gonna have sex but with this him. This is the baddie, the baddie in your mind, whatever the baddie like, what, is. Like I said, ghosts. Ghosts. Ghosts could tell me ghosts, he had and, yes. any sexually transmitted. You would go sitting at the bar talking, hitting it and off, and I'm he was like, he like, yo, you want to go to my room? And you like, yes. And, and he, he said, say, well, well you before know, I we go, let you know. I just need to let you know. So and I'm he, like, you know, I appreciate you. you I, I think you're a ghost. I, no, I wouldn't. He like, I ain't got an outbreak now. Is it? He said, look, all the steps. We take all the, pr- the proper uh-uh. precautions, and we can have you know we can uh-uh. do it like we want to do it. Yeah, no, I mean I'm. I, I, and it's not saying uh-uh. Ghost has herpes in case any of his yeah, people are listening. To say that's I don't want to get sued because I hear y'all out here suing podcasters now yeah, for saying okay, shit. We got nothing to sue for. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. relax. We just saying Calm hypothetically. Down. Hypothetically, speaking, if somebody that I liked had something and I wanted to do the darn thing with them, mm-hmm. would I still go through it? And I couldn't do that because knowingly. Like, 
What would be the purpose? But it's but it's like a if risk. Go, if 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 a nigga who I really found attractive had something, and it was something that they couldn't get rid of, I could just be <laughs> content with the fact that I'd never be able to have sex with that nigga. Cause I'm like, okay, we could go out on a date, we could go on a shopping spree, we can hang together, but we would not be having sex. So like, y'all, can, y'all can still be cool. We could be cool. I'm not gonna make you feel weird, but mm. my health. I got enough shit to worry about. I ain't got time to be around here playing around with you. And I'm catching diseases and got but whatever they I got be together then. No, we couldn't though. Because the same way, if you so much of a baddie, if that's the wording we're using, because yeah. that sounds lame as hell for a man. I mean, but it was, that's, it, it that's lame. Both ways. But that's lame. But nonetheless, I just feel like <laughs> if you supposed to be all of that, everybody still wants to fuck you. So if Until you got they find enough, out I got herpes and then they don't want to fuck me no more. But if you got enough niggas and women out there lined up to give you the goods, I'm not going to be the one that you going to decide to be with. Like, you, might, you might be like, yo, I, you know what? I, I appreciate you telling me you're a decent human being. Let's, let's, let's see this through. Yeah, but then that's what you think. And that same person going to use that honesty. That's how you got the shit you got. That, that's what that is. Because you done sat there and laid on somebody's pillow and told them some good stuff. And then the next thing you know, you done slipped and slid and everything else. And now you done end up with this concoction. And now you got a darn STD that you can't get rid of. Mm. And so you will use them same lines, that same romancing. And then the next thing I know, I got something. I think, oh, yeah, he going to call me tomorrow. He going to call me next week. And the, the weeks and the months and all that run together. And here we are years later. And he done going to marry somebody other nutcase who decided that you so fine i want to be with you mm-hmm. and hey he still got the dirty dick no right. i'm good i'm gonna let you do what you do and i ain't judging but i don't want to take them chances that that ain't that ain't me i hear you i hear you uh, as far as me yeah i couldn't do it either i sit there and talk all that shit but i I couldn't do it. I'm sorry, especially not herpes. I mean you know because that's like i said that's 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 worse than anything i don't want to hear about the and we could put this down. If I ain't having, I don't want to take a chance. Cause just my luck, a little bit of that herpy juice get on me, and I'm gonna catch it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just whatever, whatever the juice, whatever come on, I'm gonna catch it. It's just, I mean, and so I know I got that kind of luck. So I would have to turn this this woman down. It's like you know what? Like I said, I appreciate your honesty, but I think we should remain friends. Yeah, you know what I'm I mean, because it don't make no sense. Like, what you out here? You should be with the herpes community. Yeah, like, it's got to be a herpes Facebook out there. That's where a you, herpes Instagram, yeah, a herpes Twitter. That's where you need to be. Yeah, herpes you Christian don't need mingle. To be trying to hook up with regular folk. It's got to be a herpes because a site. A, I don't know what you're going through, and I don't want to know what. you're So going would you? If okay, if the person was you that had herpes, would you disclose this to everybody? Yes. I mean, I just feel like that's the right thing to do. You don't Damn. need to sneak that shit up on nobody because that's how you get and killed. And what moment do you tell them? You need to tell them when you realize you want to have sex with them. Oh, okay. Like so if we, just, I'm just not going to drop it. I just run around and say, hey, my name's Queen yeah, yeah, like I got I, that thing. So me and you just met. You know, I got no. your phone number. We talked on the phone a couple of times. I'm then not going to tell you that because I might not like you. Okay. I, I got see that. But that, if I like you enough to say I'm going to want to have sex with you the next time I see you, then yeah, I'm going to just let you know like, yeah, you know. And so what if the dude was like, okay, cool. What you going to think then? I mean, maybe he got that shit too. <laughs> so, I mean, what if the man didn't have it, but he was willing to still have sex with you? Would you look at him any differently? No, I wouldn't look at him no differently. So, what'd you think about him? I mean, I'm hoping to think that the nigga is just naive and he <laughs> he willing to go along for the ride. But hell, I mean, because if he got some whack sex, I still don't think I'm gonna just stick with you because oh, you took a chance on my burning pussy. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm gonna look at that shit like you strange as hell. How you gonna turn me down? You got I don't care how whack my strokes is. You got and, herpes. 
Somebody, Bruh. Look, hey, I'm like, look, Bruh. man, come on now. It's better than what it, you're getting. Hey, you don't know that. Shit. You don't know what That's I got going up. on. That's You can't be choosy. You got herpes. You got yes, to you, you take what you get. And obviously, I can get better than you if I nah, know that. If nah. I know that, I'm going to get what I want. I'm like, shoot, you striking out around here. Nah, man, bro. Man, you going to get mad. You falling off of some herpes pussy. You striking out. Because yeah. ain't no, ain't no uh, healthy man out here in these streets that... I don't care what your dangling looking like. I'm telling you, it's if niggas you out ain't here, got nothing. It's niggas out here rolling the dice. They ain't saying, no yo, man, she fine, bro. As long as she ain't got an outbreak, I'm smashing. I'm just like, yo, my nigga, you wildin'. Yeah. You wildin'. That's, the, that's, said, that's you, strange. I said, bro, because, I mean, who knows how it's, you know, trans, you know, I don't know if you got to have an outbreak to get it. I mean, but they I mean, say it's more likely that you can. Yeah, but if you, you see some outbreak dick or coochie, you better not. If you still fucking that, you got a prop. They like if like a motherfucker pull his like meat out it. and it look like a star crunch and you still let him stick that in you ladies, hey, you got a problem. Probably giving him head and all. So. Uh, her coochie up there swole up and is looking. I don't know what a herpes coochie look like, but if it's got them star crunch bumps on it, you still hey. nigga, you wildin'. And he down there. Woo! Woo! Shit. God damn, but it's, it's some nasty niggas out here. It's some hey, nasty people out yeah, here. Yeah, niggas, I'm talking about people in general, not just black folk. I'm just talking about niggas, people in general. But uh, we want to know what would you do uh, if, if this person, uh, you know, this was a baddie, as Queen Jerry said, that's lame, yeah, offered you some, like, uh, on, offered you, offered you, the, offered you the box, but the box came with herpes. Are you taking it? And this is non-outbreak herpes. And it's the same thing with I a man. I give less than a damn yeah. about whether it's an outbreak or it's not an outbreak. If you got something like that, you need to keep that shit off the shelf. Amen. If you got other herpes uh, patients that you can, you know, link up with, then that's what y'all need to play with. Hey, gotta, y'all don't need to play with it. Gotta find the brother. herpes Facebook. Yeah. It's out there. Got to. All right. So, you know, come back next week. Well, first, comment. Let us know what you think. And then come back next week and we'll have another What Would You Do? All right, y'all. Y'all know what it is. This is what's on the timeline. What's on the timeline? We talk about that, that subject that everybody talk about. It's all over your social media. It's it, Your auntie even asked you about it in the group text message. And this week, it ain't nobody else but Cat Williams. Uh, this shit happened actually like Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday of last week. You know, we're still in the Cat Williams. We ain't going to talk too much about it because, you know, it's been heard ad nauseum. But I want to know, Queen Jerry, from what you saw of the interview, he did an interview uh, with Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay, and he basically was just telling the, his truth, the truth. 2024 is the year of truth is what he said. Uh-huh. And uh, he he, he uh, had it in for a lot of comedians, Steve Harvey, Cedric Entertainer, Ricky Smiley, um, Amongst other people, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? He was saying things about, uh, how did you feel about the whole ordeal? I mean, if it's the truth, it's the truth. Um, and from what he said that I heard, um, there were clips of people who have stolen people's jokes and things of that nature that give him much validity in my mindset. Uh, my mindset. Because I just feel like, you know, if you got receipts, then it got to be the truth. Ain't nobody fabricated no, you know what I'm saying? You can make up a lie, but at the same time, and the same, you see that these things played out in real time. So I don't think that he would lie about some things and not about others. Oh, he lied about some things. 
Okay, well. Okay, he, he lied about reading 3,000 books a year at the age of seven or however. He was young as fuck. Nobody's reading 3,000 books a year, sir. Like, he was getting all the AR points. He, I mean, he, all all the points. This yes. nigga. Accelerated this, readers. This, he was getting all of the coupons hey, to the Pizza every, Hut. He had all the Pizza Hut coupons. All, all nigga. That. He was just the AR champion of the world. 3,000? Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I know the little yeah. Indian boys in their class was upset. Like, we can't keep up with this nigga. Uh-uh. Then he also said he got accepted into college at seven. Uh, that's a lie because if you got a co- accepted to college at seven, why did you choose to be a comedian? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just usually you're some kind of savant or something like that. Not, not, not okay. Just saying. And that's, I'm okay with that. Some of the lies are cool, but then some of the truths that he said were truths, I mean, nobody came and denied it. Like, nobody came out and said, that's a flat out lie. Well, Cedric kind of came out and said something like, you know, but Cedric, just just walk away, dog. You don't want these problems, bro. You can go live your life. You're a TV man now. Just just keep moving on. You know what I'm saying? Steve Harvey not going to say nothing because, you know, Steve Harvey is above it all. You know what I'm saying? And plus, who else he called out? Um, Ricky Smiley. He said something about Trick Daddy, too. Trick Daddy came out, made a video talking about niggas saying stuff for clout and Trick, what is he, what are you doing here? Keep my name out your motherfucking mouth. Even he was cussing at him, saying all kind of wild shit. You know, like everybody wants the piece because Cat Cat Williams, uh, the Uncle Shannon, Uncle Shay Shay, whatever the fuck he calls himself. Uh, this interview did like over 50, 60 million views. You know, what I'm saying it, it was it was fucking internet gold. Oh you yeah, know what I'm you know, what and saying? they and some people still watching it. Over people are still watching. It. They got yes. it looped. Yes. Like this is this is like and it's still like the the this has been like a week and I I believe it's probably at a hundred million. Let's let's just for shits and giggles go and see where it's at where it's sitting at now. I just want to see because uh, this is crazy. Let's see Shannon and uh, Cat Williams. Cat Williams interview with Shannon Sharp. It is sitting at uh, is this the official one? Okay, it's sitting at. Seven days ago, and it says 41 million views. That's just on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, it's probably more than that. I just, that's what I saw. I didn't want yeah, my phone to start sure. making the noise. But yeah, that's crazy. They said Shannon got over 600 million subscribers, 600,000 subscribers just after the video. Um, cat, cat name ringing bells in the street. I saw he did an interview with Willie D. Wasn't that good? He, cat even told Willie D in the interview, you asked the worst questions. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> And so, you know, and, and the way Cat did it, like he was just dispelling, because you know we we've heard stuff about Cat, you know, over the years of him being in the industry that he was crazy, uh-huh, he, he was, was on, on drugs. drugs, all kinds of stuff, and for him to get out there and set the record straight about that, and then for other comedians to come out and say, "Yo, Cat is some of the most given person alive." They was like, they said somebody asked Cat, they was like, "If you ever around Cat Williams, ask him how much money he's given away," and they said that number would drive would make you go your head spin because he just gives away money to people, to comedians. He wants to see everybody win. So it's not like he a crab in a barrel ass nigga, a gatekeeping ass nigga like Kevin Hart, who's another person he went at. It was interesting to see Cat do that. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that he had, even like I say, if the numbers are off and he's exaggerating about the childhood, you know, feed on yeah. that they want to make him be, or he wanted to, to present himself as being, um, when it came down to people stealing jokes and people not doing things for each other or this whole thing about a rites of passage of black male comedians or actors having to wear dresses, many people have said something about this thing. Yes. And so for it to be a consistent theme, you know it's some level of truth to it. So it's just like certain things Hollywood need to clean up because a whole lot of truth is coming out. Yeah. And with that being the case, I just feel like, you know... People have to be okay with the fact that if you got called on the carpet and the shit is the truth, 
Just fall back. Mm-hmm. Ain't no need for you to be beefing at somebody because they decided to tell your business. You knew what you was doing when you was wherever you were. Yeah. And so if it means so much to you to keep that shit quiet, you shouldn't have been doing the shit in public. He said he's happy to been in the industry this long with his booty hole still in shit. And, and his booty hole is his virgin booty hole. Yes, and I had to suck no penis. And he sucked nobody off and he let nobody do them. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's just like, you know, hey, a win is a win, I guess. Hey, I mean, but that's but, facts, though. If you want to make it, you do got to sell some ass. And I mean, that's that's one reason why we probably haven't made it in this podcasting industry because I'm not willing to sell no ass. Like, I'm not willing to do do that stupid shit to go viral. I believe that my content is good enough. You know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to be over the top. I shouldn't have to do this. Or, you know, I, I think the content sells itself. And if I, if I can't win by not selling ass, then I'll be okay. You know, yeah. doing it high end because I'm not going to sell no ass. I'm not going to do it. So you can, if that's what it takes to get there, I'm just never going to get there. Yeah, I mean, and it's not for that purpose, no way. I mean, it would be nice, but at the same time, it's just like, it's it's fun. Yeah. And I mean, you do a good job and you have a good time with, you know what I'm saying? I think I'm having a good time with you. Um, and, and just keep it moving. Yes. But people have to realize, like, a lot of things, you, you got to give up something. And in a certain industry, that thing is a beast. And yeah. so if you ain't willing to pay that price, you can't expect what you, you know what I'm saying, what you want to come out of that. Like, they say certain people with plants and different mm-hmm. things of what of whatever. And it's like, oh, you saw no uh, imprint of this person prior than, you know what I'm saying, prior to this they're showcasing yeah. and then the next thing you know they were just big deal and Hart. then all of a sudden you know what i'm saying you, you trying to figure out starring like in the movie yeah, nobody ever heard and nobody of. knew who the hell this person was how the fuck that happened but, which is which i mean you know kevin hart said he worked hard for it and he did other movies and yada hey listen i don't understand but but hey it is some truth into what if, if you look at what the man's saying yeah. and look at the 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 Things that was going on, the way Hollywood, Holly Weird moves, you know, like like ever since Cat said he wouldn't play ball in the mansion movie, they they started saying he was they crazy. Stopped, yeah, they stopped messing with him because yeah. they want people to believe yeah. that he's crazy. Oh, don't trust nothing he says because of the fact that he got dirt on y'all and y'all ain't got shit on him. So y'all run around saying that he chose drugs instead of coming and showing up to the different things, and then they like, well, you don't have no proof of that, but y'all running around saying that I'm a drug addict, yeah. and of course. You got a mugshot or two. You start flashing them around. Yep, he's. I've never been arrested, and so never been convicted. Excuse me. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, he done been arrested, but he ain't been convicted. But so I just feel like you know Hollywood does what they do, and that's just the nature of. I don't do hard drugs. Yeah, weed and alcohol. That's it. He said weed and cigarettes. He don't. He don't consider weed a a drug. A drug. Okay. So you know he, he said hard drugs. But like I said, people do what they do, and I just feel like it's a lot going on now. Everybody's getting their shit pulled on the carpet. So hey, if this, you got some dirt, you might want a clean house. Hey, this the year um, for it, apparently. Niggas is calling niggas out. Is the is the year of the reckoning. Okay, so like you said, if you, if you ain't got your shit in order, you better get your shit in order because a nigga will call your motherfucking ass out now. And I'm glad to see that people inside the industry is calling out the industry. Yeah. Because we need to understand, like, pull the veil back. Let us know that this shit fucked up out here. Let them know that these weirdos and these these crazy folks out here, these doing all this wild shit, let this shit be known. It, it ain't just Diddy. It ain't uh-huh. just Diddy. It ain't just T.D. Jakes. It ain't Harvey Weinstein. It ain't Epstein. It's a whole bunch of you motherfuckers out there that's doing this shit. And only time will tell. Yeah. You know? 
Because so, they, they pulling them out. Yes, they sir. They pulling them out. Yeah. So, and I, I'm, I'm all for it. Pull them motherfuckers out. Let them know. you been at the know. party, don't go to no more. Yes, sir. Let that be done with the parties. Like, hey, ain't no more freak parties. Invite only. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we can only get our freak offs with our small circle of freaks. <laughs> It ain't going to be no big, big old mansion party no more. It's going to be an apartment, Airbnb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only the ones that, in, if you know, you know ass parties. It ain't going to be like, oh, we're going to, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. You're going to have to, no phones, no nothing, secret location. You know what I'm saying? We, hey, it, it can't be out in the open no more. You're going to be to the party, the party bus pickup. Exactly. So the, the, the Blindfolded pick with a bag exactly. over your head. We're going to drop pick your up. And we nope. gonna pick your ass up, and we gonna drop your ass. You back ain't gonna tomorrow. know who in there or not, nigga. You ain't gonna know nothing. It's gonna be a straight glory hole action. Oh, you just stick your dick in the hole, nigga. And whatever whatever you happens, do. happens. Hey, exactly. That's it. <laughs> you ain't gonna see what you're doing. Nobody can say what happened, <laughs> nigga. You was fucking a donkey, or oh, where? Like oh, okay. shit, couldn't tell. But anyway, so that's all for what's on the timeline, man. Cat Williams having the best week ever. Uh, they say the sales of his tour is up. Uh, everybody wants to interview with him. People scrambling, trying to, you know, recreate that magic. If I was Cat, I wouldn't do no interview for a while. You know, yeah. I wouldn't. I, I just let that one breathe. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even, you know, everybody going to talk. But what, what other questions can you ask me that, 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 that you didn't reveal on Shannon's show? Do you got more stuff to say? I doubt it. Because you said that talk to him for three fucking hours. Yeah. You know, so, but who knows? So that's all for what's on Timeline. Saw this story while we was out, and I had to talk about it. Uh, you have a driveway, right? Yes. What would you do if you came home and the driveway was gone? I would be concerned um, because that's a strange thing <laughs> to happen. If it wasn't a storm or anything could okay. that happened to it. Hey, so this lady said she had uh, listed her home for sale, and she came home, and her driveway was missing. So a Florida woman attempting to sell her home was left shocked and searching for answers after her entire driveway was stolen last month. Amanda Brochu first shared her shocking story on GoFundMe back on December the 28th. She said shortly after listing her Orlando area home for sale, she began getting calls from people claiming they were sent by a landlord to replace the driveway. Uh, the problem, Brochu owns the home and says she never needed a new driveway. Brochu's son told her that people had stopped by the house to measure the driveway. The local outlet said Brochu counted five different contractors in the span of just a few days. Then one day she came home, she found ripped up grass and a muddy patch in the place where her once concrete driveway used to sit. She said, I came home, my driveway was gone. (laughs) She said she confronted one of the contractors who said a man named Andre reached out to him to ask about a driveway replacement quote. The the contractor said Andre claimed to be Brochu's landlord. While I was preparing to head out of town for my birthday and Christmas with my kids, I received a ring doorbell notification that someone was outside my house, ripping up my driveway before my eyes. Uh, She added that by the time the cops got to her home, her driveway was only dirt. Uh, She stated that when the cops called the number for whomever requested the job, they first denied it, hung up on the cops, but then proceeded to text the cop it was a mistake and sent the number of a supposed contractor that was actually the number to the Orlando airport. (laughs) So they just lying. So so you really thought you was going to get some resolution from niggas that were motherfucking stealing driveways? Like, who the fuck steals a driveway? That shit crazy. She said... (laughs) uh, She said they said that that... they they said that he said it was a mistake. He just got the address wrong. Nothing else will happen again. The next week, her driveway was gone. They're going to need to break that back. I mean, what can you do? Okay. I mean, you got to lay some more semen in. Wow. Semen is not that expensive. 
She said, according to WSVN, Brochu had previously replaced her roof and made another investment and didn't have the 10000 she was quoted to replace her driveway. With the missing driveway, she feared that no one would buy her home. She said, no one's going to buy this. This brings down the property now, and that just messes up for me and my family. Luckily for Brochu and her family, uh, WFTV reported that after hearing her story, a Cox Media Group radio sponsor often offered to install a new driveway at no cost. The local outlet said Brochu plans to donate the $13,543 raised on GoFundMe to a local nonprofit. So look at that, people. People are there's some good people out there only if you're white. Really? Yeah, only if you're white because, you know, when white people tears, they, they elicit responses from humans. And uh, it's just something about it. Because if there had been a black woman who, who driveway got stolen by some crackhead, it would have been jokes. All jokes. That's it. The people that so so the people that dug up her driveway they don't feel like they're liable at all. It was just no. a mistake. Wow, it was just a mistake. They Andre just mistake. <laughs> they gave number to the airport. Like them niggas are slick. Yeah, I mean for one, and then the police you gotta do your fucking job. Yeah, because you should have known when you ran that number that that number wasn't no good. You should hold on, this number look familiar. Like what the fuck, I just don't know. What would you do if you came home your driveway missing? I mean, I wouldn't know where to start because I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand what would be the purpose of somebody digging up a driveway. Like, what what is the benefit of that? That's like you repossessing. Yeah. What What are you repossessing? But if you then it's like you started the you did the whole demolition. Like you didn't check the address. Like yo, like when you start to destroy stuff, you might want to make sure yeah. that I'm at the right address. They say measure twice, cut once. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So look at the address twice before you start digging I mean, up stuff. You dug up the whole drive, and then once you realize it was the wrong one, you it's like, all broke up now. All you got to do is go back and put the new one in there. Like, yo. Let's just put the cement down. Yes, let's put the cement down. It ain't got to be the best. Just do something. I ain't saying give me no cobblestone driveway, no marble, yeah, whatever. No that. fancy nothing. I don't need but... nothing like 12 Cal got at his house. The driveway going to his house or nothing like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just regular old driveway. Yeah, that's all you need. Concrete. I mean, that's that's all crazy. You need. That's crazy. But that's, that's just. But that's what the people do. Yeah. Florida story for you, man. Shout out to her, man. Speaking of shout outs, Queen Germ, uh, we we went on a cruise. Me, me and Queen Germ, we love the cruising. Uh, Carnival is our is our bag. Um, you know, it's a little ratchet. You know, what I'm saying it ain't bougie or nothing like that. You know, they they, they let the 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 the, the lowbrow humans on their ship, and it'd be a lot of them, and they'd be cutting the fuck up. And I enjoy that. Yeah, I enjoy that. Uh, now this cruise that we went on, we went to the Bahamas, and like I said earlier. To Queen Germ, I didn't say this to y'all, but if I ever go to the Bahamas again, it will not be from Miami because that was too short of a ride. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't feel like I was out on the water because it's like the whole time we was gone, we could see land. I don't know if that was the Bahamas we were seeing or the Miami we were seeing, but the whole time I was able to see land and I didn't like that because I was like, I don't feel like I'm far enough away on the water. Like, I feel like I can swim out there. I mean, I knew I couldn't. Yeah, I'm about to say, let's but, but it just felt like I didn't feel dangerously like, oh, man, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Man, ain't nothing out here. Nah, nigga. I felt like if I was out there, I probably could live. I might could make it. You know what I'm saying? So if I ever do Bahamas again, I'll probably leave from Tampa or Jacksonville or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Orlando at the worst. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to leave from Miami again. Uh, so, Queen Jane, what did you like about the cruise? I had a wonderful time. Um, of course, we know we were celebrating our anniversary. That's the next topic, so don't go too far. Okay. <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, that was what I liked about it because we were celebrating a milestone uh, in our relationship. I had a good time because on the ship, uh, you know, it still was lots of fun. Of course, where there's a casino, you have a happy uh, queen germ. Mm-mm. 
so I had fun uh, with the casino, meeting various people, doing the various activities on the ship. Um, I just had a good time. I mean, for one, it's always a good time when I get to have King Germ to myself because I have to compete with so many other people in the world uh, on every other day of the year mm-hmm. um, that because we were on a cruise and we chose to, you know, change, turn our phones off, that allowed, you know, him to have more time to spend directly on me, uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. So uh, I definitely appreciated that. So that was my most favorite part of that. And then I got an upgrade on my wedding ring. That was a big surprise. Um, I hmm. definitely did not expect it, but you know, I had high hopes because I just knew that I was going to get something spectacular. <laughs> um, and I'm glad that he delivered because you know, the nigga be, yeah. sli- he done been slipping in you, years. You, you, you ain't need another purse. So that's why I was like, no, nah, we got to do something different this time. Yeah. I didn't need another purse, but I got yeah. another purse for, for Christmas. So yeah. I didn't think you were going to buy me another purse for that. So, mm-hmm. but I was appreciative and I was definitely surprised. Um, did you enjoy the food on the ship? The as, food was all right. As far as the ship, we rode on the Conquest, I think it was called. Yeah. Uh, it was first time on the Conquest. It was one of the older ships. I wasn't really half pleased with the TV in the uh, yeah, room. Yeah, the TV was small. TV was little as fuck. I got a bigger TV in the garage than what we had in that motherfucker. Yeah. Room. And that, that shit like a goddamn uh, computer monitor, nigga. I was just like, oh, what the fuck is this? And you know what I'm saying? That little ass TV. And then... um. We did have a balcony, which I enjoyed that because, you know, just being it, you could just sit out there on the water and just to, it's very relaxing. You sit yeah, out that there. That was fun. That was nice. Yeah, you just sit out there and just hear the water crashing and it just, uh, you feel like the little mist come up from the water. So that was cool. Uh, the bed, though, not a fan. Uh-uh. Nah, they, 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 they got off with the two mattresses on yeah, the one frame yeah. and then the mattresses wouldn't stick together. So if you slid over too far in the middle, and you it, was falling. You gonna split the mattresses because yeah. they went not close enough. They have a tight enough fitted sheet on them to keep them together. Like they need to band them motherfuckers together. So yeah, tape them, glue them, whatever you gotta do with them. Once you, you know, I understand, you know, but yeah, they, they gotta do something about that. I did complain about that in the comments. Uh, I mean, on the uh, survey afterwards, uh, the food on the ship, you know, guys, Burger Shack, always a winner. Yeah. Uh, that was the only place I really fucking ate at. Was the little I bu- mean, when we ate dinner, I was fine with my dinner. Uh, every dinner, night. I got the same shit every night, though. Well, I did. Yeah. So, like, mine I, was fine. I got I, seafood every night, and I was content with that. And I just felt like, you know, go go hard with it. Yeah, like, I, you get know, all I'm, kinds of stuff that you ain't never had before. Yeah. I don't gamble like that on that shit. I, I just got the steak every night. I was like, fuck it, get the steak. They can't really go wrong with that. The steak and the little vegetables can't really go wrong. You know, they I didn't want no frog legs or no. Well, I wouldn't eat none of that shit. What's that, either, that, but... uh, what's that shit called? That Calamari. Uh, and then they had that big old prime rib. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with all that. Like, that shit ain't like it was cooked all the way. I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, so. I had some kind of fish patty and some grilled shrimp. That was good. I mean, I don't. I didn't even drink that much of liquor. Yeah. So, the first day we got drunk as hell. Yeah, we, we, no we that, did the dirt thing. That, that first day, day. God damn. He was like, God. "Oh, we might want to slow down." I mean, I, 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 I woke up the next morning. Niggas moving slow that next morning. I was just like, "Hey, bro, we couldn't even get out the bed." Yeah, we were struggling. I was just like, "Hey, bro, like we, I, I think we might have made it out by like five, four or five o'clock, but." That, yeah. that that first day, boy, we went hard, bro. I was like, whoa, like soon. But that's how they get you, though. As soon as you get on, they start throwing rum punch, rum punch, rum yeah. punch, rum punch, and you know they trying to get you to buy everything, do yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So you know that that first day. Uh, but as far as um, 
you know, met some people on the boat. Listen, I the say this. Smokers honestly. Club. That's all that was. Everybody who was out there smoking. They were the cool people. They was all right. They were the cool people. You know what I'm saying? You see they them around. Right. They were the nicer people. Them the only, but any, met anybody else, they ain't really speak. But the smokers, we were forced to speak to each other because all of us looking for weed. Everybody sitting around there saying, hey, man, you know. I, and I, thank God. Thank you, JR. WVN Commonplace for the pen. It, it, it helped me out this time. I had the pen, so I was... I had my pins. So I was able to smoke. I, I wasn't. It took the edge. It, it, it's, it's, it was a little different trip knowing that I had some weed that I was able to smoke. I just had to go to it. I ain't taking it around there with me. And, you know, I was hearing people like, man, I just, I was sitting there like, hmm. All I got exactly. this, I'm going back to this room. Take me a couple pulls. I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hiding a motherfucker. And, you know, because I wasn't going to risk it, uh, you know, because they got dogs and shit. And I'm not, I'm not trying to go to jail or get fined or nothing like that. It's, it's really not worth it. But if you are going to cruise, gummies, um, or take you a disposable vape pen. That's the best. Don't don't try to take no flower on these ships, man. You're gonna get in trouble, bro. So, you know, sneaking it sticking in one of the pockets in your jeans and your bag, you know, your vape pen, that way it it's it'll be fine. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> okay. Uh but then the people that you meet on the boat, a lot of people, like this one guy, he was just divulging all his information. Yeah, a little too much. I, I was just like, bro, like you, you don't even know me. You telling me your whole life story. I mean, it's it's wild. And then, especially you know, when you telling me that you're looking for the cocaine. Like, oh, I yeah. ain't judging nobody and they drug a and choice. like, I'm looking for the cocaine. He, he, and hey, he kept saying no, it. No, he didn't make it. He No bones about it. He was like, where's the cocaine? When I step out, I'm looking for the cocaine. Like he, Exactly. I was just like, Jesus, I wish I had like, some coke your, to sell this nigga yeah, right now. what's your life is all about? That Damn. You going to the Bahamas? I was about to go crush cocaine? up some high blood pressure pills and be like, yo, Ooh. I got you. I got you right here, dog. Crush you up some high blood pressure pills, nigga. It's that good coke right here. Matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> Had your ass out of here. Yes, sir. You be here, your fucking nose be running like a motherfucker. You be like, oh shit, that was that fucking scale. No, nigga, that no. was that hydrochlorothiazide, nigga. Exactly. <laughs> now you finna pass out because your pressure don't go too low. All in all, we had a good time. Um, definitely do it again. Well, we doing it again in June. So, uh, but then uh, the one in December, I'm probably gonna, you know, do a nice one on that one, like a nice six day cruise. You know what I'm saying? In December. Just take that edge off, you know what I'm saying? Spend oh. some of my vacation outside of uh, the house, yeah. you know? Because like I said, when our kids being older now, it's freeing us up to do a, a lot more things. And, uh, you know, that's yeah very enjoyable. We deserve it. Yeah, we deserve it. Because, you know, we raised our kids. We raised our kids. Yeah. We was involved, all at all events and all that. So we deserve this. Not hating on nobody. Not yeah. hating on nobody. Just saying. Just saying. Our kids weren't on autopilot. We weren't raising with the iPad. We was heavily involved. So, so now. We didn't have nobody we can, coming to take yeah, care of Yeah. We ain't, ain't, ha- ain't living around no grandmas and no aunties and nothing. So it was us all the time. So now that they're older, we're able to be hands off a little bit. Woo! It's a great feeling. Speaking of great feelings. Queen Jordan, we just celebrated 20 years of being married i gotta know queen germ 20 years 20 years Te- just just go off sis <laughs> i'm not your sis <laughs> that's the saying I, I'm, I'm not a familiar you are my sister you're my you're, you're, you're a black woman you're my sister you just have to be my wife yeah but, but you're still I, my sister. I, don't, I don't like i that. look at you and see my sister don't because don't. i'm just saying because that's not what we do okay uh i'm just putting it out there that's not what we do buddy um, but as far as 20 years, I mean, anytime that you celebrate an anniversary birthday, what have you, um, it allows you to have a chance to reflect 
on whatever uh, the relationship or what have you is. I definitely realize that it is, you know, you go through some things when you think about 20 years. I'm not who I was the day we got married. Um, and that's a good thing. I I mean, for the most part. <laughs> uh, I do think that, you know, you have to look at it for what it is. Be thankful for the blessings that we have been able to uh, experience together. And also the things that we are able to learn from because we still here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's easy to walk away. Uh, it's easy to call it quits because, I mean, it's been several times that I just have divorced you in my mind, in my heart, and all that. And you probably have done the same to me. Um, but I haven't. Whatever. It's just whatever you say. But you, you've done enough. Um, <laughs> you've done enough. Been mad at you, absolutely. But ever divorce you in my heart and in yeah. my mind, you, never. You, you've done enough. You don't have to, because because of your actions are those of which are not warranting someone to 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 uh, respect vows. We're celebrating of. twenty years here. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. This is a you celebration. Know, this, this is a celebration, but you don't let me get to the celebration part. So you want to sit here and say what you didn't do? You you've done enough. Um, but nonetheless, if we want to look at just the bright side, no, no, understand we're looking at twenty years. Twenty years. Anybody who done did twenty years anyway. If you did a twenty year bid, if you done did a twenty years at a job, whatever those twenty years is, it ain't been roses all twenty years. And anybody who will tell you that lie, they just that a liar. Because it ain't nothing going to be consistently the same for 20 years. Now, your loyalty might have been the same. Your love, your commitment to the relationship might have been the same. But at the end of the day, you done been through some things because 20 years ain't going to be the same every time you turn that calendar. And I'm thankful for the things that we've learned, the things and the ways that we've grown. I just say you have to continue to work at it because it's not easy. It's not something that, oh, because we did it for 20 years, these next 20 will be easier or effortless or whatever the case may be. And in my mind, I feel like you got to put in even more work because you got the easy part because you were raising kids, trying to build a legacy, trying to work a job. Now you finna have grown kids. Then you ain't got nobody to worry about but y'all. So then when you looking around and you saying, oh, do I really like this person? Do I really enjoy your company? This is where the shit get real. Because, okay, yeah, it was it was work and all of that in the beginning. It's still a different type of work now. So my thing is I'm excited for what the future holds. I'm thankful that, like I said, we were able to make it through the 20 years. And we going to hold on and see what, what the future will allow us to experience together. So I'm down for it. I just hope that you got that same level of uh, stick to itness and stamina as you had from day one. Well, um, as far as looking back, reflecting on my 20 years of marriage, uh, first of all, uh, I can't believe that I've been married longer than my mama. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's a personal achievement. Like only person beating me in my family is my grandma and my granddaddy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm the next one. And that's like quite an achievement to me. So can't none of them niggas say nothing to me because I've been married longer than all y'all. That's how, that's that's what you want to take away? That's the takeaway from No, no, no. That, that, that's, just, that's just like, you know, 
my first, you know, thought, you know, oh, what I'm saying, thinking of the not, 20... not thinking about us. But no, 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 no. Just I thinking mean, about just, bragging rights. Just not bragging rights. Just saying how I <laughs> am a pillar of success. Oh, I man. am a the model. You know, said the blueprint. Oh. You know, said study what I did. Oh. You know, said you can't tell me anything. Study what I. You come to me for advice. Okay. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Because okay. because I am in a healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, over the 20 years, like I said, um, it's been a lot of ups. Uh, you know, some downs. You know what I'm saying? But you know, we always, you know, like we always had each other. And that was the one thing that, you know, we I, the testament to ourselves. Yeah, we might be mad at each other, but we had to work it out. It wasn't no, you know, going nowhere or leaving out. You know, if we was mad with each other, we was in this house mad at each other. And whether it took a day to work it out, two weeks to work it out, whatever, we worked it out. And, you know, that really, you know, shows how, you know, we get down with each other. Like, we always... Uh, Give each other that space, that respect. I mean, she a firecracker at times, but she know. Really? I mean, yeah, oh yeah, you 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 highly flammable, highly flammable. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? And you know why I like that? You know what I'm saying? It's just like you know, you it's not to the point where it's uh, a dangerous. Like you ain't you know you 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 root you you know you reckless with the mouth, but you ain't gonna do nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You real you real so. reckless. Like you talk that you talk good. You might kick a trash can over, break something, but it ain't like you gonna steal off on me and I ain't gotta worry about you putting your hands on me. So that part of the relationship ain't it's not an issue there. You know what I'm saying? Where we have to struggle with the domestics and all of that. I mean, we do we disagree or argue? Yeah, of course. Like you know what I'm saying? We are two you know what I'm saying strong people that believe what they believe and. You know, you have your stance on things. I have my stance. And like I said, I'm not trying to get you to change your stance. I just want you to hear mine. And then, you know what I'm saying? So, and you know, that's just how we get down. And so, uh, but at the end of the day, she's my yin and I'm her yang. Like we, you know, we just, we, we go together well. That's why I want, nobody can beat us in space. And that's, I'm putting it out there. Like anybody want to play us? I mean, any couple, any, you and your homeboy, whatever, whoever, whoever. Because Chuck, Gomez, y'all said y'all a good team. Come see us. Uh, 12 Kyle and Miss 12 Kyle, y'all talk that trash. Come see us. Jay Will and his wife, y'all talk that mess. Come see us. I mean, taking all comers on the spades table just because this is my partner over here. We don't fucking lose. It's no fucking, it's not a game. But anyway, uh, but you know, then, like it's over the 20 years, and we just been constant in each other's lives. And uh, we met each other in 2001. And since we met each other, we probably the longest we've been away from each other may have been two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. And that was one time. Might have been twice. Like the first time I met you when I went home, but I don't think I was going that long. You wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like, but just like two weeks is about the longest we ain't we ain't been around each other, and since we met each other, so it, it's just like we always been hip to hip with each other, and I think that's how it's gonna continue to be. Um, I'm glad that I'm not saying I'm the, still. Ricky Romance, because I'm not, you, you know, not. but um, I'm working on it. I, I'm getting better at being more thoughtful, and you know, well, it's more than being thoughtful. It's about being, you know, you know. I, I start, I started using the internet for good. You know, what I'm saying, looking up like ways to be more, you know, and so I've been trying to, you know, follow through with that. You know, what I'm or saying. Or you got a girlfriend who telling you what to get, but no. who knows? No. no. But anyway, I mean, see, I can't never get credit for nothing, y'all. I mean, and this, and this, it's, hey, look, the, it's the facts. Like, this, if, this if a nigga ain't never did shit, this then is, what the world would you think would be the motivation 
for somebody to do something. Cause I ain't want to lose my wife. Oh, okay. That, that might not be that. That ain't a good motivation. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But Cat Williams said the truth don't need to be motivated. Hey. <laughs> the truth don't need to be it need really, to be motivated. That's what I'm saying. So, hey, if you got to be motivated, there's a nah, lot of other I mean, stuff that come in there. If I think I'm doing a great job, then the person that I think I'm doing a great job tell me you're not doing a great job, and I don't want to lose this person, so I have to step it up. Yeah, I, I will step it up. It's not that you know I didn't want to do these things and nothing. I'm just like, hey, you you know, I'm thinking, hey, nigga, come home every night, nigga, love you, nigga, be here with the kids, nigga, you know, nigga is a nigga. You get all the nigga check, like what 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 it else? Don't matter, I- but a nigga spent all his time on the internet. So I, I mean, what does that? I don't mean? have any friends. Oh, okay, in, in, here in we town go with no the more. bullshit. So the people that I the people that I socialize with, I don't, all my friends live in other states. Okay, you know, well, what like saying? I said, so if I, I live have to here, talk so to them, if I live here, then I should get some of your time. That's I mean, just all I'm saying. Everybody has phone time. You talk to your sisters. I can talk yeah. to my people. Yeah, but you you talk to me when I want you to talk to me. Okay, that, but, that's how that go. But if I'm on the phone. Then you, just you have shouldn't to, be. You I see? should not have to wait. I am the number one, two, three. So therefore, you don't have no business putting me on hold for nothing or nobody. But hey, we ain't worried about it. We celebrating twenty years. Yeah, we, we gonna celebrate. Turn this is celebration. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Cheers. So, you know. Cheers, uh, bottoms up. Yes, all of that. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) what what advice would you have to any couple? It might be a young couple listening to the show. What advice would you have to give them about marriage? I would say what my grandmother said to me, marriage is work. And it ain't like it's a labor that you gonna live to regret. But if you want it to work, you and your spouse got to work it. You can't allow other people to tell you what should work for y'all. You can't tell everybody what you're going through. You just need to be willing to work it and work it within your household, making sure that it's a healthy relationship, making sure that you all can be vulnerable with each other. You can tell the truth to each other. And y'all can support each other. Other than that, keep people out your business. As far as my little tidbit advice, um, I would say keep all in-house, in-house. Uh, keep your family out of your business. If your family asks about your mate, it's always good, good replies. I don't give a fuck what's going on. Good replies only because if you say anything bad, that, that's all they're going to remember. So keep it always. Don't ever speak down to your mate in front of your family. Um compromise 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 that goes both ways um don't be afraid to apologize fellas even when you're not wrong just say it it Whatever. works it don't work they like hearing it if you if you say women. it and it ain't thought it ain't thought um women well thought out then this this, this this my advice to to the married couple you had your chance you, had you see what i said that's why that's why you got problems <laughs> that's just why you had the problems that you have because you're foolish i'm not foolish like, I gave you the opportunity to give advice. I did, but you're not gonna tell nobody Thomas something. Just, just apologize. Hell, if you ain't giving no thought provoking apology, and you just giving some watered down, random. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, for whatever I did. If you were a woman <laughs> who got some mad. damn sense, if I made you mad, <laughs> nigga, we here because I'm mad. 
So that's the shit I'm talking about. Don't tell no people no dumbass stuff like that. Because then they going to get knocked upside the head or somebody going to walk up and leave them for real. Yeah. And if, it, if the ever laws get involved, y'all need to leave each other alone. If whenever you got to call the police on each other, y'all need to walk away from each other. Don't put your hands on each other. Uh, just respect each other, man. Respect, 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 man. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that, that's all the advice I could give, man. Because most of my advice is bad advice. Um, I don't even follow my own advice sometimes, you know, so I'd be freestyling over here just trying to get it together, bro. Like, hey, it's, it's work, like she said, you know what I'm saying? Because um, monogamy is, is 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 like today's culture. People think it's impossible, but I'm willing to say it is. It's possible. You know what I'm saying? You could be in love with one woman. You can love her. You don't have to run out there in the streets and, you know, it ain't, nah, it ain't hard. Niggas be like, man, I don't understand how you can do it. Bro, it's easy. I just don't do it. Like, what the fuck, nigga? Like, you can't keep your dick in your pants? Like, I don't get it. But. And I am that nigga. So please don't act like I ain't worth it somebody giving up the streets for so don't, please don't say it like oh I, you just a you hell was, of a man so therefore you can handle being with one woman i gave up but the streets I'm a hell of a woman i gave up the streets i'm a hell of a woman that's why you can see there's no reason for you to be in the streets yeah but that's yeah. what i'm saying but i gave up the streets when i married you you know what i'm saying yeah i took so my say, vows to heart so you see yes yes and that's why we're here right now doing this podcast you know if what i'm you saying say so. i'm just saying you know Look at that. I, I, I didn't turn you into a podcaster. You ain't even have no ideas of podcasts. That's how that's how tight knit we are. You know, she was willing to be a podcaster to per, help me, you know what I'm saying, keep Do doing what, what I was doing. Do. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's dope. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. You appreciate it. Yeah, I do. I really do. Okay. I say it all the time. But yeah, man. So that's uh Basically, 20 years of, of what we do. Y'all yeah. listen to our show every week. Y'all can hear that we we big married. You know what I'm saying? Like, what Power Lunch y'all would say, they're like, yeah, they big married though. They the type of married talk shit. And the next sentence be like, you want something to eat? Like, like, like you hungry? Like, <laughs> hey, it's like that. Yeah. So, you know. But um, thank all y'all that uh, wished us uh, the happy wishes or whatever like that. You know what I'm saying? We was out of the country, so, you know. Not really out of the country because Bahamas right across the street from Miami. Yeah, is what we was told. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Right down the street. Hey man, listen, I got to tell y'all this funny story. So this lady, when we were sitting at dinner, right? They when they sit you at dinner, they, if you don't have, you sit with random people, right? So we were sitting there. It was like three other couples. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. And then this one couple. There's a white two, a white couple that was from like Buffalo, New York. There's another couple from Jamaica. There's another couple. I don't know if they was from California, Wisconsin, or Chicago, or wherever. She was from Arizona. Or so she was like she was from Arizona, Wisconsin. The nigga was from L.A. or whatever. But anyway, she was real fucking ratchet. And you know what I'm saying? She was um, said she was looking for some nigga named Spaghetti in the Bahamas. <laughs> she and they, she didn't know where Spaghetti was. Where he was going to be, I guess she was going to go to the same place she met Spaghetti last time. But she was going to find Spaghetti, and Spaghetti was going to have to hook up on whatever she needed, right? So, <laughs> the next night at dinner... You know the crackers. The, the white people said <laughs> she had met somebody, and his name was Potato. <laughs> and so, she asked Potato, did he know Spaghetti? Because she was like, she figured, like, you know, if and your name's potato. potato, you have to know Spaghetti. <laughs> right. And then it was like, yeah, they knew Spaghetti, but Spaghetti had died, like, last year. So, she like that. 
And Sick. I thought that was the funniest yeah. shit. And he was thinking it was so good. Because it was a lie. I know she was lying. Yeah, because I, I believe was like, she was lying. It was for the but for to sell the joke, she sold the joke. So and I hey, I gotta give that white lady props. Uh-uh. That was a funny joke because she said his name was Potato. <laughs> like the people with the food, they'll tell y'all anything because they know y'all. What know. nigga would nickname himself Potato? <laughs> hey, well, who gonna say their name Spaghetti? I don't know. Maybe he was Linky. Or, I don't know. Why would your name would be Spaghetti? But that shit was funny. But yo, shout out to Spaghetti and Potato. God bless all of them. <laughs> in the Bahamas. The people of Nassau. Nassau. Oh, man. So that concludes our 20 year anniversary. Yes, we had a good time. We had a good time. Nice we 20 years. all the way up. You know, I had a good time. We have another twenty plus years to go. You know, so yeah. have along the good Lord keep me on this earth. Yeah, with this woman right here. Yeah, smoking weed ain't gonna help you. Hey, it might help me. I might stop, and who knows? Who knows? Might just disappear. You gonna disappear? I mean, just what I'm saying might be done. I'm like, ugh, stop smoking this thing. You know, I'd, I'd be done. Like, you Whatever, know, child. it might be. You know how they say if you got a car and you ain't got the oil changed so long, don't get the oil changed. If you change the oil, you gonna fuck something up because that motherfucker's still running with no oil in it. it. It it's just set like that. Don't 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 put that. You gonna mess it up when you flush it out. So yeah, maybe that's I stop smoking. That might be what that would keeping me going this whole time. Oh, okay, we yeah. just go with that. Yeah. If that's the lie you want to tell yourself, child. Mm. Okay. It's top ten time, y'all. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Top 10 is when we talk about 10 things. Sometimes we go from 1 to 10. Sometimes we go from 10 to 1. But it's always 10 things. And keeping in the spirit of marriage, we did the top 10 reasons marriages fail. Bring down the mood. Number 10, physical and emotional abuse. <laughs> it says it right there, dog. Physical and emotional abuse. Y'all know what it is, whether you're putting your hands on them or, or you're mentally abusing them, you know, giving them, making them feel less than and all that stuff. That could drive a wedge in the marriage. Number nine, not being prepared for marriage. It says a surprising number of 75% of couples of all ages have blamed not being prepared for married life for the demise of their relationship. Divorce rates are highest among couples in their 20s. Wow. They said lack of preparation is one of the most common reasons for divorce. Lack. I mean, what do you think? What do people think we get married? What do you think it's going to be? I don't understand. Well, I mean, I don't know. Number eight, lack of equality. They say lack of equality comes closely behind the number one cause of divorce. They say when one partner feels that they take on more responsibility in marriage, it can alter the view of the other person and lead to resentment. Wow. Hey, that's crazy. Number seven. Lack of intimacy. Y'all know what it is. You ain't giving up them buns or you ain't giving up that pain. That ain't enough. They said not feeling connected to your partner can quickly ruin a marriage because it leaves couples feeling as though they're living with a stranger or more like roommates than spouses. Wow. Intimacy ain't even sex. It's just being holding hands, you know, saying little, you know, just making them feel good. You know what I'm saying? Intimacy ain't always sex. Yeah, but it need to be a lot of sex. (laughs) Just put that out there. Number six, unrealistic ex- expectations. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Because yeah, some of y'all think that they're supposed to be the same size after they done had your children. Yeah. Some people think that the nigga going to still be doing X, Y, Why you don't look like you did when you used to play and football when we were 19? Because I'm 39 now. That's yeah. <laughs> what it is. So people got to, you got to give your spouse a little grease. Mm. Everybody got to be okay with the physical appearance. As long as you ain't looking toe down. 
then some of the changes you just got to go with. Well, look at number five. The number five reason for divorce, weight gain. Could you imagine getting divorced from a nigga because they gained some weight? I mean, fat people always, uh, people that I welcome in my space. That's so crazy. I, I never have no problem with weight gain. But I mean, I can see if you say like a nigga done double in size. Like, if we met and you was 250 and you end up being 500 pounds and there's nothing that happened, you didn't have some injury or something, I think that you might have a reason to feel some type of weight. But you talk about over the course of being with somebody for 20 years, I done gained maybe 30 pounds. You really fucking with me about 30 pounds? Mm. You doing too much. Mm. Number four, constant arguing. Now, hey, if we, always, that. If we always arguing, that shit ain't going to get no fucking better. <laughs> like, yeah. If you got an argument every once in a while, maybe, you know, once every, you know, you know, you know, a little quarterly argument, that's cool. But if them shit's more than goddamn twice a week, once a week, oh, nigga, it's a fucking problem, nigga. Yeah, when niggas run around slamming doors and shit. But, Hell yeah. yeah. Number three, lack of communication. Hey, they say communication is crucial in marriage and not being able to communicate effectively quickly leads to resentment and frustration for both, impacting all aspects of a marriage. Man, see, good communication is a good foundation for marriage, but bad communication is a destructor of marriage. Yeah, or none at all, because yeah. if you don't have no communication, then I'm left to believe what I believe, and... Yeah, and depending on who you talking to, mm-hmm. it could be a whole lot of different things. Exactly. Number two, trouble with finances. Listen, starting marriage in the motherfucking red is a problem. You know, what I'm saying if you 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 know if y'all just fucking robbing Peter to pay Paul is more month than money, and every month it's the same thing. You can't you looking at your homegirls getting nice stuff, or you looking at your homeboys, you know, doing all this stuff, and you looking around like God damn. You know, I'm just tussling with these bills around here or shit behind. And that shit, hey, that shit will take a toll on you. So I can understand that. Especially if the person is not romantic. Damn. So (laughs) what? Hold on. That's bad with finances. Like, hold on. No, I'm not. You ain't got to be, you ain't got to be out here spending a whole bunch of money. But if I know that I'm taking this here, okay, we we tight all the time right now. We know days are going to get better because my nigga just around here, he he being sweet on me. He holding doors. Shit that's for free. And making me feel special. Oh, I can ride. I can ride nah, down deep in the valley. Nah, I can. You'd be mad but, seeing past doing all them bills. All hey, them hey, <laughs> just, it's a, a nigga, lot of shit. A nigga pulling your chair out, not going goddamn. That'll make me not, feel a whole gonna, lot better than I, you sitting over here oh, knowing that a nigga ain't, you ain't doing none of the shit that's right. We you ain't making here, me feel good. We sitting there, you, you go ahead and turn that damn light on. That light don't come on. We sitting in the dark, but I'm but I'm romantic though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're real romantic. You know what? The lights the lights is off. You know what? I was thinking about a candlelit dinner. Anyway, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Baby. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for all of it. Tell me the lies when you, know you need to, baby. I, I mean, we can't really cook right now, so let's just eat a s'more. You know, so now fuck that, man. Yeah. Hell hey, nah. do what you gotta do. Hell no. Nah. If you if you bad with fight, hey, we it's, it's an issue in here anyway. I don't care if you romantic or not, nigga. You better get out of my face, nigga. It's cold in this house. We ain't got no heat in this bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck going on? Oh, it's hot in here. It's the summertime. How the hell you ain't... How, how you let the electric bill get behind your romantic ass? <laughs> yeah. You got to do what you got to do. If you got the romance and ain't got no finance, hey, make it do what it do. And the number one reason why marriages fail, y'all know what it is, infidelity or an extramarital affair. Uh... 
That's that's self-explanatory. Uh, cheating, uh, fairs, that shit is hard to rebound from because I think it's just, you know, that, that peace of mind is gone. And, you know, it's like... It's just shit that people put in your head. It ain't shit you put in your it head. Is. Like it you is. Just, like, you, as a man, you feel like your woman is exclusive to you. But once, if you don't give a that, damn and you treat the person like the, the, the ball on the playground that you brought out there and left the shit in the rain and everything else, mm. you can't feel no type of way about it because, oh, now somebody else playing with your shit. Yeah, put my you fucking bad, ball down, nigga. But you didn't give a damn about it for the last six seasons. That you just had whatever happened to it happened to it, but once you saw somebody else was like yeah. fighting over the ball, yeah, like now man, all of a sudden you care. But people put you out there and they get you conditioned to believe that oh, that's something you could never rebound for. That's like the biggest sin or the it worst is. thing to live for with. For man, because you know, we are vi- that, we visual creatures. Yeah, y'all can say that all day long, but you don't get your your visual ain't stopping you from doing fucked up shit that you doing. So how the hell can you be so unforgiving when you did something just as bad or worse? So to what? me, it you you can't sit there and say, "Oh, I'm a I'm a man. I ain't I don't deserve to be cheated on because I'm a man." Fuck you, being a man. That shit hurt just the same because I ain't never signing up for. I, I'm that woman, so I ain't never thinking I'm less than. So, oh, I understand that my nigga cheat on me because I don't like to have sex or I don't like to cook or I don't like to clean up. If I do everything that anybody could ever want and a nigga cheat on me, I should be able to walk out the door and not look back and not give a damn about who I hurt or nothing else that come after that. So any nigga who could sit there, anybody could say they above being cheated on. But if the shit happened, the shit happened. And you got to decide if what we do have left is worth fighting for. And that's the shit that tell you whether you got something or not because people are sitting right here and say, oh, you got a good husband, Savannah. You shouldn't walk off That's and leave. That's a good man, Savannah. That, that man pays bills. He does this, that, the third. But when you got your own check and you can pay your <laughs> own bills, I don't need a nigga to pay my bills. I need a nigga to be loyal. I need a nigga to do right by me. I need a nigga to make me feel good. If that ain't the shit you doing, then hell, I don't need you. Mm. So, people can feel however, but that's why I feel like you got these fairy tales that we've been all told and look at you. Bullshit. The, the nigga called twice. Bullshit. But nonetheless, like I said, you have these fantasies that we have been told and taught in all of these things. And it's simply because of the fact that because somebody said it to you, somebody done brainwashed and formatted you to thinking that this is just the worst thing somebody could ever do to you. Now in your mind, if somebody do this to me, this has to be my response. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be your response because there's reasons why people cheat. And it ain't, I talked to y'all about that another day, but it's reasons why people cheat. And it ain't, ain't no that, reasons. Yes, the fuck that, well, that, that's a, that, Matter of fact, next week, that's what we're going to talk about on the show. Reasons people cheat. That's I want right. to hear this. I mean, you can hear it. I want to hear but, this shit. But, but the reason. Don't bury the league. You better yeah. say that for next week. I ain't, I ain't, I, um, I ain't doing nothing. I'm going to let you know. I'm going to put a pin in it now. We will readdress this next week. People cheat for good reasons. No, they don't. Yes, the fuck they do. And y'all can see whatever, oh, because y'all want to have the monopoly on cheating. That's what niggas do. No. Y'all don't want a woman to ever feel like, oh, you have justifiable reasons for you to go out here and find you somebody. People talk about a slinky link and a whatever the thing is. And people want to feel like, oh, you just trifling because as a woman, you should hold yourself in a higher regard and all this other shit. That's the way that the man has tried to put 
his emphasis on what he want a woman to think of herself. So now I'm less than because I done cheated. Fuck you and that bullshit. Mm. Coming next week, y'all, we gonna hear reasons why people cheat. Oh, not reasons, but what'd you yeah, say? Reasons. Reasons. I'm gonna tell cheat. you reasons why queen, people cheat. A queen and germ it, exclusive. Yeah. We gonna we gonna talk about yeah, it. This gonna, gonna be the main topic next week. Cause yeah. I got to hear this. Yeah. I got to hear this. So that's all for top ten. Come back next week. We'll have uh, another one. Well, it's time for Queen Jordan's favorite segment of the show. And that's Bad Black Cinema. Bad Black Cinema, or the BBC as we like to call it around here, is when me and Queen Germ act out situations suggested by you, the listeners, or sometimes we just make them up. Now, before we get into this improv, let me let y'all know, we are not classy trained actors, we did not study at Juilliard, hell, neither one of us have sad cards, but we come here and we do this every week for y'all. Now, this week the situation goes a little something like this. Chilling in the hood with your non-hood cousin. Queen Germ, you, this, this should ring bell with you. You're the non-hood cousin. And yeah. I knew you wanted to try to do that because you always want to try to act like I ain't got no street credibility. I didn't say you had no street credibility, but I said you're in the non-hood cousin. You have hood cousins. You used to go visit your hood cousins. You know what I'm saying? So you understand this this kind of hits home with you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So 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 what this situation is, the non-hood cousin is spending the night at the hood cousin's house and they outside chilling or they in the neighborhood. Whatever, whatever. They in the hood and you're getting experience. Are you ready, Queen Jerry? I guess I'm ready since this is something that resonates with me. Hey, hey, hey. This should be an easy one. This should, should be an easy be. one. Yes. You I don't even think you have to get in character at all, huh? I don't. Okay. So you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Action. Damn, cuz. Hey, shit. What, 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 what made you go want to spend a night out here? Like, we usually come to your house. Why you want to come out here this time? I mean, I figure I'll see what y'all doing. Oh, you, you sure? I mean, hey, look. You know, it ain't going to be fancy like what we do at your house now. You know, it's kind of look. You know, ain't no swimming pool in the backyard. We do got a swimming pool, but it's like a... We kind of made that. It's like a, uh, they rigged the swimming pool up for us. You know them little dumpsters? I mean, it's a clean oh, dumpster. No, no, it's a clean dumpster. It ain't never had no trash in it. But we they converted to a swimming pool for us. You you, no. you cool with swimming in that? I mean, all the kids been there. It's, like, it's, it's cool. I'm good on that. It's one of them long dumpsters, though. It's it's, it's big. Deep water. Y'all have a lot of mono out here? No. We have, what's that? Mono, what, what that is? The disease. It's like a bacterial infection. Oh, I don't know. We we don't do bacterial infections out here. I, I know the Cherubi sick. If they play it around in a, a it's a clean dumpster. Though. Ain't never had no trash okay. in well, it. Well, I I will I let y'all do that. It's I'll, above ground. You, you gotta see it. You gotta see it. So I'll shit. check it out. So shit, we gonna go to the candy lady house first. You like you like um you wanna go to the candy lady house? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, shoot. You know what I'm saying? We get you a um a pickle. You get you a Kool Aid pickle. You know what I'm saying? You get you a Kool Aid pickle. Uh, get you. What a, is that? It's a it's a pickle soaked in Kool Aid. And why would you want to do that? Because it's good. Okay. And then, you know what I'm saying? Get you a boiled egg. We're going to smash up the boiled egg. Get some hot Cheetos. Uh-uh, nah, nah. There you go. You get you a hot sausage. We'll put it all in the bag. We're going to smash it all together. We're going to eat that, that on some... sounds gross. It's a snack. You just... See, that's the thing. You just... I'm saying, like, do you do you understand what you say? You're talking about a boiled egg. Yeah. And some hot Cheetos. That's disgusting. And a hot sausage. You put it all in there together. And you just mix it all up. And make, like, a little pate with it. Like, you yeah, know, you know what pate sounds, is, right? Yeah, that sounds right. very gross. Yeah, but it's a hood pate. Okay. You know what well, I'm saying? Well, I'm going to let y'all enjoy that. No, you like, everybody got to eat some. No. Okay, okay. Not me. That, I got to, you know what I'm saying? My stomach is kind of weak. So I don't really want to, hey, I don't want to take no chances with hey, that. Don't worry about that. Then later on, you know what I'm saying? We're going to walk, we're going to walk over here to the, uh, you know, we walk everywhere around here. We don't catch no bus. Yeah, I don't mind walking. Yeah, we got to walk across the, um, across the creek and everything. 
we gonna walk to the mall and shit. We gonna hang out at the mall. Like we are gonna do a whole lot over here while you here. Okay, now, you know sounds like it's a lot of fun. Oh, now as far as the living situation, like gotta let you know, got some roaches in the house. All right, what? but I mean, it's just a couple roaches. So when you sleep, I can't sleep on the floor if it's roaches in there. I mean, I mean, what you mean? Everybody, you just sleep on the pallet on the floor. Just, just you know, when you sleep at night, uh uh-uh. just you know, just be, uh-uh. you might want to cover your face. That's all I'm saying. Cause you know, we ain't are got you serious? Yeah. Like who lives there? I mean, it's just it's just some bugs, bro. It's like it ain't that bad. Like you know, I mean, do they get in the cereal every once in a while? Yes. Yeah, I don't have to call my mom. Nah, it's cool. It's just listen. Y'all don't want to go to my house? I thought you said you want to come over here. I don't think I'm ready. I mean, look, man, look. Your mom already dropped you off, so you might as well just stay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I know she hasn't got that far. Eh. Look, man, just get a chance. You see that? Well, you talk about fighting for my life. You ain't fighting for your I life. I can't be out here. I'm it's so just some bugs. I can't be out you here. You got like you ain't never seen no bugs before. This is combat. This is not. This is not. No, we everyday got combat living. in the house. You just spray it. You know what I'm saying? No, like, this is not everyday living. But it's it really it ain't our house. It's our neighbor house. Cause they moved in close to us, and ever since they came, they brought their roaches with us. So yeah. we've been battling with the roaches ever since they got there. But they nasty, don't, you know. Don't eat from their house or nothing like that. But you know what I'm saying. But it, it, it cool though. But look, it'll be all right, man. Cut. Yeah. Bad black cinema, y'all. So Queen Jerry, would you spend that when your cousin house they had roaches? I mean, not if they got roaches enough for me to have to deal with. I mean, you see a couple on the wall. You, you staying? I could, but I definitely ain't staying. If you talk about some, if I lay down stuff falling on me and stuff like that, no, we not doing that. I mean, it might, it might, one or two might crawl on you. Uh-huh. Know, they go too. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home because I, I don't like roaches. Period. I don't like, I don't like none of that carrying on. So no, 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 no. I mean, we had a little babysitting job where we had the people who had the roaches. I'm talking about they had so many roaches that we thought. The piece of their house was on fire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> me and Jessica what do you was mean? You thought like, the house because was... it looked like it was something that, like, it was so many of these bugs to where it looked like it was a cloud of smoke. Jesus, and so Christ. I was like, "Hey, Jessica, do you think that that's smoke or fire?" I was like, "What? What is? What is that in this area?" Mm-hmm. And when we looked over there, it was like a multitude of little roaches. Jeez. And then the lady had the nerve to bring us back some crystals when oh, nah, they good. came back. Uh-uh. And so we was like, nah, we good. And so she was just like, well, we um, you know, we could eat out here or whatever. We ain't got the um, y'all ain't got to eat. Y'all don't have to take them or whatever. Y'all can take them home or something. I said, well, we just went to go. And so we was just like, we can't eat nothing in the people's house. And they got roaches clouded up. Oh, shit. Like that. I mean, like, it was scary. I, I would have was... took my clothes. As soon as I left the house, I would have got butt naked and shook my clothes. I would have rolled home. It was just gross. I would have put my clothes in a bag, in the trunk, shake them out real good. I'm, I'm riding home in my drawers. Like, I have never in my life seen so many roaches in one crazy. space in my life. Yeah, see, I can't. Uh-uh. And I was just like, yeah. I done lived in some this. situations. But roaches, but you ain't never had that like that. Yeah, nah, hell nah. You know, what I'm saying maybe a couple of you know you had to deal yeah, with. Yeah, everybody done had a couple of yeah, roaches. But, but none of that. You nah. talking about infestation? About, yeah, that's what that was, honey. Because I'm talking, about, it didn't matter how many of them we killed. Oh, there was God. always more. Oh, and so God. I was just like, yeah, we gonna have to start keeping these kids at our yeah, house. That's shit. Because clearly we I'm can't. I'm not keep- keeping them kids at all. <laughs> No, them motherfuckers ain't coming to my house. They, hey, I'm gonna keep coming over there and watch them. Either I'm not gonna watch them no more, but they damn sure I'm bringing their little roach asses in my motherfucking house. No, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, hell nah. Them kids bring. You're not finna bring here because if there's that many roaches I can see, 
They taking them everywhere they go. They dropping the motherfuckers off like goddamn <laughs> shit. <laughs> Passengers on a goddamn bus, nigga. I'm cool, nigga. Every stop they make, they dropping some roaches off. Y'all would not be stopping up in here. I was like, oh my god, like, oh hell no, nah. nah, that would be the only time. I, soon as she got back, she ain't got to pay me. I was like, ma'am, <laughs> you take the money that you was gonna give me, and you do something about this, okay? I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm gone. I was just glad that somebody else was there to witness it because if I was there by myself, I would have been like, they would not have believed me. Hell no. They're like, you just exaggerated. Shit. I I seen some, like one day, my my buddy apartment, the power had went out or something, the breaker box had flipped. So we go open the breaker box. We open that motherfucking breaker box. Oh my God. It made me itch to this day. You couldn't see nothing but roaches. Like it was like, I said, oh, we open that shit up. I said, oh my God. Like, (laughs) <laughs> that shit I said oh shit like bro I, I was just like yo what the fuck is that like I've never I guess it's the warmth or whatever like that and there was just so many of them it looked like Joe's apartment I was just like and then he was like yo call some girls over here nigga I'm not finna call no no girl I know go come over here <laughs> in this roach infested apartment nigga is you crazy and it, it, I said I'm not I'm not finna do that like this I said bro you, you got an embarrassing roach problem like bro Nigga, you, you, why you sitting in this man's house? Like, bro, whenever you went in this house, you ain't take nothing off. I don't give a fuck if you walked in that bitch with a big ass pea coat on. You kept everything on, nigga. Gloves, every, you ain't take shit off. Cause if you, nigga, hey, and then when you left, you had to shake all your motherfucking clothes off. Hey, bro, I'm not, no, hell, hell no, dog. That shit was crazy. When I seen all the roaches, I couldn't do it. I don't understand how nigga live like that, bro. I just couldn't do it. Like, it. Some people be comfortable with it. I'm sorry. Ain't no way I can get comfortable like that. Not with roaches, bro. Because that's the worst thing. I don't like people playing with me when I'm asleep. Like, if you really want to fuck, piss me off, play with me when I'm asleep. I will. That is a good way to piss me the fuck off. Don't play with me. I am not one of them niggas. I don't bother niggas when they sleep. Don't bother me when I'm asleep. Interesting. Yeah. Don't don't tickle my nose. Don't don't write on my face. Don't 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 t- don't do that shit. Leave me alone when I'm asleep. Cause if I wake up, you piss, you mess with me when I'm asleep, it's gonna be a fucking problem. It's gonna be a problem. Cause I don't play this shit. I don't like that shit. So, that's all for Bad Black Cinema. Come back next week. We have another one. Well, it's HBCU confession time. HBCU Confession, when I go to the HBCU Confession Twitter, read some tweets and read the Queen Germ. This one goes a little something like this. I need help, advice. I feel like I'm being forced into a poly situation. My girlfriend has been consistently saying she wanted to be poly. I'm 100% against it because I hate sharing. I know dudes are confused as to why I don't want to be able to fuck other girls, but I don't find it cool or attractive. But if that's y'all thing, do you. As for me, I only want one woman. Now my girl is continuing to push this poly narrative and not spending time with me unless it's on her terms. My heart hurts. N-C-A-N-T. Queen Germ, react. Now, child, y'all too young to have to be forced into anything. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, go find another bitch. Yeah, like, I don't know if we should be calling people those things. I'm just saying. Nonetheless, you got options. You're at A&T. You can find another young lady who wants to be with just a guy. Yes. Uh, I don't see what's your level of frustration. This person must have the bomb sex or something that you just don't want to have another partner. This is the one. This is the one. But I would say she's not the one. She's not the one because she don't want to do what you want to do. She wants to be poly. You don't. You don't. Y'all don't mesh. (laughs) I think that the best thing for you to do is go ahead and find you somebody else. Yes. That just likes one man. That wants to be with one man. Just like you want to 
to be one woman, find you one that wants to yes. be one man. The yes, because that... a lot of people want to be in a monogamous relationship. Yes. And they want to be with a guy who's interested in being with just them. And you will be just fine when you meet that young lady. But until then, don't stop looking. Amen. Uh, like she said... Just find you another girl, dog. Because <laughs> that's the only way it's gonna I mean, work. Y'all too this... young to be feeling forced to do anything. Shit, you don't I feel like I'm being nothing. forced into a pot. You ain't being forced, nigga. Yeah, you can walk, walk away. away. <laughs> you still yeah. in college, my nigga. Like you might not even like her. If you said girlfriend. Yeah, you're not, not legally wife. bound to her, nigga. Like what? And even if that's the case, if that ain't your shit, that ain't your shit. Yes, move the fuck on, young nigga. Well, that's all for the HBCU confessions. Come back next week. We have some more for you. Well, let's keep it 100 time. Queen Germ, do you have a keep it 100 for the people? Yes. My keep it 100 this week has got to be just kind of keep it in mind with all of the New Year's resolutions. I know the people saying what they're going to do, what they're going to change. But the biggest thing about it is it's no need to have any fancy plans or all these things that you want to try to stick to. Just keep getting up. 100. Every day, do better than the day before. It's no need to keep trying to make up stuff or pretend that, you know, I'm going to read 3,000 books this year or <laughs> I'm going to do some shit. Get that, accepted in college yeah, at 7. Yeah, I'm going to get accepted in college at 7. That shit is unnecessary. Just keep getting up. You doing a good job. Move forward. Love on the people that you got in your circle. And that that's enough. So you ain't got to, don't, don't come up with no fancy plans. Don't do all this extra stuff. Just be true to yourself. Keep at whatever it is that you're trying to do because every step forward that you make is getting you closer to whatever your destiny is. So that's my keep it 100. My keep it 100 go a little something like this. Uh, loyalty is a two-way street. 100. You 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 can sit there and say someone's not loyal or, or say the way somebody moving is, is, is disloyal to you, but you got to really sit back and look at the totality of the situation. When has this person ever not been loyal to you? And we realize that, damn, this nigga never not been. You're gonna feel like the fool. Just, just that's my keeping one hundred, man. Loyalty is a two way street. Mm-hmm. It ain't, it ain't just one way. It's two ways. <laughs> winner loser time, Queen Germ. Do you got any winners for the people? Yes, my winner this week has got to be none other than Miguel Cardona. Winner. And he is on the campaign trying his hardest to make sure that 3.5 million borrowers of student loan debt are going to get credit for the non-payment as they were promised without having any issues from this uh, repayment program. So, of course, you know, if nothing else that's near and dear to my heart besides the lottery winners is... Those of us who have student loan debt that we are not going to pay. So with that in mind, I just want him to continue to fight the good fight and help these millions of borrowers to not have to pay back the student loan debt or at least to get credit for those non-payments that they were supposed to be given credit for during the pandemic. That now that people are having to pay this money back, that they will get credit for those payments. So 3.5 million borrowers of the student loan funds should be covered under his, you know, his attempt to make sure because a lot of shucking and jiving these people got going on now. Some people got their letters. Some people they tell her, ignore the letters. You still got to pay. 
all this stuff. We not paying. Just need to go ahead and forgive it. Because I done forgave my brother. Y'all was ready to get on that board or not. Because, baby, <laughs> I was so thankful to see mine. I, I have. I'm just glad y'all agree. We done touched it agree now. So we ain't going back to talking about paying for nothing. So there you have it. That's my winner. Oh, uh, man. Well, my winner is the Miami Heat organization. Winner! The Miami Heat organization are my winners because they waited until Eric Spolster's divorce was final before giving him his new deal. So that saved him buku bucks because they waited until his divorce was final. Then they gave him a new contract so she couldn't get none of his new money. She just has to live off the old money. So shout out to the Miami Heat organization. Y'all my winners for that shit. That's awesome. Can you lose this queen germ? Yes. My loser this week is Pete Carroll. Loser. Apparently, Pete Carroll is no longer going to serve as the Seahawks head coach. After 14 seasons of being a head coach, he is now going to be an advisor for the organization. And I guess it's not really a big loss because of the fact that the man is 72 years old. So it's time for him to step aside and, and, you know, bring on some young person who will be ready to be, you know, head coach. But at the same time, it is a loss in the fact that, you know, he is stepping down and therefore there has to be a new head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Wow. Well, that's my loser. Okay. Well, my loser is the people in the state of Alabama. Loser. Now I know what y'all are thinking. Why are they losers? It's not why you think. It's not because they can't read or nothing like that. They don't. They 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 don't know. They're just backwood hicks. They are my losers because they just lost their coach, Nick Saban. Nick Saban has retired uh, from college football coaching. I don't know if he's gonna go to the league. Nick's an old man. I don't really think he has that in him. But uh, people, of Alabama, I don't know what y'all gonna do. Y'all lost y'all savior. I, I would hate to be the guy that has to come in behind Nick Saban. Pause. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's it's them some big shoes you got to feel there, buddy. And the funniest comment I saw is that people in Alabama can go back to focusing on what matters now, learning how to read. That was Lord. from. <laughs> oh man! So uh, yeah, people, of Alabama, Roll Tide fans, because I know it's a school up north that's happy that y'all that that motherfucker gone. But uh, most of the people in Alabama, y- y- y'all crying some crimson and and and. Crimson and white tears tonight, nigga. <laughs> Crimson and cream or whatever color y'all call it. Yeah, y'all crying them tears tonight. So, yeah. Those are my losers. Queen Jern, we have got to that part of the show where we have cleared out the outline. And this is the time where I ask you, do you have any shout-outs? And you know I do. I want to shout-out Pam and the fam, the Johnson Five, the lunch crew, and the front porch. And, of course, my girl, KY No Jelly. And anybody that's representing the 912, that's Savannah, Georgia, y'all. I represent my city, nigga. Well, man, my shout-outs go a little something like this. Shout-out to B-Easy, Sarray, GQ Blue, Short T. Short T. <laughs> Ruling myself, Rick James, bitch. RT3, my nigga J. Will, Light Skin Kanye, Drew from D.C., Gerard from Boston, Stack, Static, MJ Money 9S, uh, Peppy J from Be More, Steph from Be More, Amazing AP, Nanita, Dragon Lady, Chuck the Gambler, Dot Claw, all the gang over at that site, Dom Dot, uh, all the No Man gang in the building, uh, all the podcasters that fuck with us, 
Uh, shout out to 12 Cow, 12 Cow Podcast, Eclectic and the EDP, Corey Doseki, something else, Power Lunch Hour, Pork L, Miss Mini Meeks, The Cool Out Corner, Dr. Brace of Everybody, Dr. Brace Network, Long Live K-Law, The Truck Driver. Uh, shout out to Un- Uncle Dolomite, Too Much Game Podcast. Shout out to J. Christian, Cognac Room. Shout out to D- WV Uncommonplace, OJR over there. Good OJR. Quit calling my fucking phone while I'm recording, JR. You get me in fucking trouble. Uh, shout out to Stacey Sparrows on the review. Shout out to Riders, Riders Live. Uh, shout out to Jay from the Mind Triggers, always in the background. Uh, shout out to Baylor, BTG for president. Um, any other podcaster, shout out to y'all. Oh, shout out to Big Smash, DLP, Harrison. Uh, and any other podcaster, fuck with us, man. Shout out to y'all. Uh, shout out to Papa Dash, Daughter Dash, my nigga Verb. Anybody else to fuck with us the long way, the short way, and no way at all. Shout out to y'all. Well, Queen Germ, first show, official show of the year is in the books. I got to ask you, what's your rating? Well, due to the fact that I was able to celebrate 20 years of holy matrimony, blissful love with the only one that I could think that would be willing to do all of this with me, uh, to go into a new year, 2024, uh, thanking God for all of the many blessings he's bestowed upon me and my family, I would have to rate this show a nine. All right. Well, considering today is the first month, the tenth day, right? Uh-huh. Following me, you following me. A little One bit. plus ten is eleven, right? That's what it is. Eleven. Uh huh. Eleven. Now, now, if you flip eleven backwards, what you got? Eleven. But if you flip eleven, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm not sure. Like what 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 are we doing? But. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going to give my show an 8 because Kobe wore 8. And you should see your face when I said that because you were just like 11. Where are you going here? So, oh man, we got to the part of the show where we tell y'all, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe to Pod and Save Our Marriage on any podcast reader. Don't forget to go check out our sponsors, poppastop.com and masonjarmoney.com. Go shop with them. And uh, don't forget to go buy some merch and don't forget to come back next week, bitch. And it's a new year, so we got to be giving away some merch on the next yeah, show. Yeah, we said, we said that on the last show, we were giving away some merch on this show. So, next week, we promise, we're going to come up with something to so give, away some, give merch. away some merch. And so, you know, you're going to give some merch away. We get This is a mertuary instead of January. We're going to call it mertuary. You know okay. so You can win some merch. It could be something little. It could be something big. Pause. Yeah. You never know. You never but you got to listen, and you got to do whatever we ask y'all to do to yeah. win the merch. Ain't gonna be nothing crazy, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Nothing crazy. Nothing embarrassing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. We're not gonna ask you to make no videos and say, hey, Pause my marriage, I love the show, blah, blah. Nah, might, but who knows? But yeah, so on behalf of everyone here at the PSOM Studios, it's your boy King Germ. And it's your girl Queen Germ. And this is how Pot and Saved Our Marriage. We out. Peace. Peace. Did you tell the folks that? You bitch. Did you tell them? You fat piece of shit. Did you tell him that? Got the names. We got Jamel Hill. We got Howard Bryant. You want me to bring up the other writers that wouldn't work for you?